0: Joe Biden, Gensaki and the media refuse to denounce the historic Supreme Court leak. When it comes to the border crisis, the American people clearly take a different stand than the White House. Plus, another study reveals the harm caused by lockdowns on children. All that and more. I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday, I hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're gonna start with the fact that I've been gone for a while, thanks to the man keeping me down. That's right, the thought police at YouTube determined that one of my videos violated their community guidelines on COVID. Basically, I was kicked off YouTube for several weeks for supposedly spreading COVID misinformation. It's just ridiculous, of course, because anyone who has watched this show in the past knows that I deal in data, facts, and the science. All three of those are areas that the Democrats and media talk about, but conveniently never actually follow. But I'm back now, so let's get on with the show. We're gonna lead with Jen Psaki, Joe Biden, and the radical left who are showing that this era of inclusion and tolerance that the media talked about as Biden was being sworn in as president is 100% false. Biden never misses an opportunity to divide this country. He has called voter ID advocates supporters of Jim Crow. He has called people who want to keep the filibuster domestic enemies. And now we have this historic, unprecedented leak of a Supreme Court draft opinion, and Biden is using that issue to once again go on the attack and label Americans as extremists. Here's Biden.
1: Because this mega crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history,
0: in recent American history. Yep, that's the media's great uniter. Funny how with so many people hurt and killed during the BLM riots, with billions of dollars in property damage and businesses being wiped out and destroyed, that Biden, the Democrats and the media said nothing. Now, it appears to be open season on Supreme Court justices and instead of condemning not only the leak but the threats against the Supreme Court justices, Biden is stirring things up and his comments are just the beginning. Pro-choice activists are planning protests in churches on Mother's Day and are preparing visits to Supreme Court justices' homes next week to express anger over an anticipated ruling overturning legalized abortion. The activist group Ruth Sent Us named for the late liberal justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is challenging people to protest inside a Catholic church on Sunday, and it published a map purporting to show Republican-appointed justices' homes for a Walk-By Wednesday demonstration. That's right. The addresses of the Supreme Court justices are being spread around left-wing cyberspace in an effort to intimidate these justices into changing the proposed ruling in the leaked draft. More on that intimidation in a bit, but when asked about the leak and whether it should be condemned, Jen Psaki said this.
1: Again, because I think what is happening here and what we think is happening here is there is an effort to distract from what the actual issue here, which can't is the fundamental rights. Enough. I don't think they're at the same level. Fair we right. don't think they're at the same level. So they're
0: not at the same level, but would you agree that it's still worthy of condemnation?
1: Well, look, I think there has been a call for an investigation by leaders of the Supreme Court. Decisions on that and how it will be pursued will be made by the Department of Justice and others. And that's certainly their space and, and right to, to make that decision in government. That's how government is set up.
0: Unreal. She won't even answer the question. Biden, Saki, and others in the White House acknowledge the leak is unprecedented, but they won't condemn it. Then Saki added this.
1: What we've also seen, Peter, is many Republicans who are trying to overturn a woman's fundamental rights try to make this about the leak. This is not about the leak. This is about women's healthcare and women having access to healthcare and making choices with their doctors. And we are not, we are working not to not allow that to be the distraction.
0: Who would have ever thought that the taking of an innocent human life would be described by some as women's healthcare? It's just outrageous, but that's just the leak. Saki was also asked about the protest planned outside the homes of the Supreme Court justices. Here's that exchange. Do you think the progressive activists that are now planning protests outside some of the justices' houses are extreme?
1: Peaceful protest. No, peaceful protest is not extreme.
0: Some of these justices have young kids, but their neighbors are not all public figures. So would the president think about waving off activists that want to go into residential neighborhoods in Virginia and Maryland?
1: Uh, Peter, look, I think our view here is that peaceful protest, there's a long history in the United States and the country of that.
0: Doxing apparently is okay. Intimidation in neighborhoods is apparently okay. Leaking a draft ruling from the Supreme Court is apparently okay. Everything is okay, according to Biden and Saki, as long as it advances the left-wing agenda. And here's the thing, the justices are supposed to rule on the Constitution. They are not legislators, but these left-wing activists want them to rule based on what the left thinks about abortion, not whether it's constitutional, not whether Roe versus Wade was ruled correctly. They don't care about that. The left sees the Supreme Court as just another legislative body that they can intimidate into voting their way, regardless of what the Constitution says. That's Congress. That's not the Supreme Court. All right. Next, let's talk about the crisis at the border. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. So next we have the crisis at the border, a crisis that falls squarely on Joe Biden and his administration, a crisis that in the eyes of the radical left is not a crisis, but instead an opportunity, an opportunity to flood the country with drugs, crime, chaos, and what the left thinks will be poor government assisted Democrat voters. America has been flooded by illegal border crossers since Biden took office. And with the removal of Title 42, which Biden wants, the situation is about to get a whole lot worse. The American people, however, are clearly on the other side of the issue. Here's the story. The majority of American registered voters want President Joe Biden to keep in place a public health authority known as Title 42 that has been used at the United States-Mexico border for over two years to stem illegal immigration, a new poll shows. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced weeks ago that President Joe Biden's administration would end Title 42 on May 23rd. The authority has allowed U.S. Border Patrol to quickly return illegal aliens to their native countries. Last month, a federal judge appointed by former President Trump announced he would block Biden from ending Title 42 while the issue makes its way through the courts. That's Title 42, and Joe Biden clearly wants it. But just like voter ID, in which the majority of the American people, regardless of race, are on the opposite side of what the left is pushing, the majority of people want Biden to keep Title 42. Here's more. The poll conducted by Fox News reveals that 63% of voters want Biden to keep Title 42, including 77% of Republicans, 57% of swing voters, and 49% of Democrats. Even among self-described liberals, about 42% want Title 42 to be kept. Less than 3 in 10 voters said they want to see Title 42 ended. Across racial lines, most Americans support keeping Title 42 to stem illegal immigration. The poll found that 66% of white Americans, 57% of Hispanic Americans, and 58% of black Americans want Biden to keep Title 42. America is getting swarmed at the border. We don't have enough personnel to handle the job and deterrents that actually worked like the border wall and remain in Mexico policy are not part of Biden's agenda. And while Biden continues to push open borders and lawlessness, the American people are giving him failing grades on the issue and actually every other issue as well. All right, next let's talk about the COVID lockdown effects on education after a word from our sponsor. I want to tell you about my friends over at World Fair. If you have a photo of your childhood home, your favorite travel spot, your hometown football stadium, whatever it is, World Fair takes that photo and turns it into a hand drawn work of art. These sketches make great gifts, moving announcement cards, invitations, and more. So many possibilities that World Fair can do for you, and all you need is a photo. Just use the link in the description and use coupon code Bobby13 for 10% off your next purchase. Okay, so now that America is moving on from COVID, despite the best efforts from Democrats, media and big tech, a number of studies are coming out related to policies such as the COVID lockdowns. Now, many of these studies are revealing what we already knew more than a year ago, actually almost two years ago. But an interesting one has been released from Harvard, which really puts the radical left in an even worse light. As they are fixated on sexualizing children and promoting racial division and shutting parents out of the process, these same leftists were also the ones pushing lockdowns and remote learning, which put children at a severe disadvantage compared to areas around the country that stayed open. Here's a story. Students that were forced into remote learning due to school closures experienced significant learning loss which hurt poor and minority students the most, according to a study conducted by researchers at Harvard's Center for Education Policy Research. The study looked at the consequences of K-12 hybrid and remote learning over a period of two years, starting in the fall of 2019, and found that students who were in-person for the majority of the 2020-2021 school year, on average lost about 20% of a year's worth of math learning, while students who were learning remotely suffered a 50% loss of a year's worth of math learning in the same time period. You know what those on the woke radical left are probably thinking? Who cares? It's only math. I mean, who needs math? These left-wing teachers and school board members only seem concerned about indoctrinating kids and teaching them how to be future Antifa members than teaching them something useful like math. It's just nuts. Here's more. Students in major cities and blue states were more likely to be forced into remote learning due to Democrat politicians who pushed lockdowns and school closures. Teachers unions also lobbied extensively for remote learning throughout the pandemic. Cecily Meyer Cruz, the head of Los Angeles' largest teachers union, denied that lockdowns and remote learning harm students, claiming there is no such thing as learning loss. Our kids didn't lose anything She claimed in an August 2021 interview, it's okay that our babies may not have learned all their timetables. They learned resilience. They learned survival. They learned critical thinking skills. I think she means critical race theory thinking skills. And unless she's talking about some special lesson in how to read a clock, it's times tables, not timetables. Is it any wonder why the left doesn't want parents involved? They don't want parents to have a say. They don't want parents to know what books are in the library. They don't want parents to know what is being taught. And now we see parents stepping up and taking control back from the radical left. But there is so much work to do. In my area of Fort Bend County, Texas, school board elections are tomorrow, Saturday, May 7th. Please go out and vote or we're going to get a lot more sexual indoctrination of eight-year-olds and a lot less timetables. Okay. Today, we've had Joe Biden, Jen Psaki, the left's push for open borders, and lockdowns. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain?
1: I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. First,
0: a bit more on the education front, because Biden's education secretary, Miguel Cardona, was recently participating in a New School Summit, which of course was not focused on math, but instead focused on topics like this.
1: State legislatures right now are also proposing a range of bills restricting what educators can teach or say in the classroom, and we know that these efforts are preventing the accurate teaching of history, a focus on social emotional learning, and discussions about race, gender identity, and our sexuality. And so, I was really curious to hear how is the the department supporting educators right now as they face this crisis.
0: First of all, that host clearly summed up the priorities of today's education race, gender identity, and sexuality. And it's just interesting that efforts to have teachers focus on things like math, science, and reading have created a crisis in her words. But listen to how Cardona responds. Um, What I say to the folks on the call and educators across the country, let's remember who we serve. Let's remember education unites. Um, And let's control the narrative of what we're doing in our classrooms to teach Uh, the correct history. Control the narrative and teach the correct history. Now you see why the left doesn't want parents involved at all. If parents are involved, the left has less control, and it's all about control. And next there's Oregon's Menstrual Dignity Act, which was signed into law last year and will soon be implemented. What does that mean? Well, along the lines of the less notion that men can give birth, Oregon public schools will now be providing feminine products in all K-12 restrooms, including boys' restrooms. Here's the story. The controversial mandate solidified by Democrat Governor Kate Brown was set to go into full effect during the 2022-2023 school year. A 2021 statement from Portland Public Schools detailed how the act would be implemented long-term. Starting next year, 2022-2023, Products will be available in all restrooms, male, female, and all gender, in every PPS building where education occurs, the statement read. To ensure timely compliance, PPS ordered 500 dispensers. Dispensers have been installed in all elementary and middle school girls' restrooms, and more will be installed in all remaining restrooms, including boys' restrooms, next year. Priorities in Education Again, Please, please go vote in your school board elections. We are the only ones who can return sanity to our schools. And then we have some breaking headlines from the Babylon Bee, starting with the transition from vaccine mandates to Supreme Court leaks. Progressive dusts off my body, my choice sign she put in storage at beginning of pandemic. And then we have this discovery from the Ministry of Truth. Disinformation Board detects high levels of disinformation coming from mysterious white building in Washington, DC. That certainly seems about right. From COVID to the border, to inflation, to supply chain, to gas prices and more. The only thing that seems to come out of Biden's mouth is disinformation. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show is going to be Monday evening at the usual time, 6.30 p.m. Central. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.